G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Andrew Jutney is the President of the National Assembly of the Uniting Church and he joins us now to talk about an issue that the Uniting Church has been vocal on in regards to refugees and asylum seekers. They're backing a community campaign to keep Inverbrecky Detention Centre in the Adelaide Hills open, which has angered some sections of the federal government. Andrew Jutney joins me now. Andrew, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Matt. Andrew, firstly, can you uh, give us a little bit more of an understanding as to what the issue is here? The coalition said before the election that uh, it planned to close down the centre near Woodside if it won government, but the Uniting Church is saying, well, you'd rather see the community get involved here and remain open. What's the actual story here? Uh, Okay. The the Uniting Church's view on this is that we we oppose mandatory detention uh, in all its forms anyway. Uh, and uh, that's well known, it's, and it's been our position for a very long time. The Inverbrackie situation is a little different. Um, the, uh, uh, my role was really to, um, to meet and offer a bit of support to a local group called uh, the Good Neighbour Council that's been building relationships with uh, detainees in Inverbrackie, uh, providing you know, friendship, occasional events, um, uh, supporting them uh, in uh, having their children in schools and that sort of thing, um, and has built good friendships over the years with the people as they've gone through. And their their view is also that, that mandatory detention uh, is, is uh, the wrong way to go. But uh, what they saw happening at Inverbrackie, especially with their support, was a place where uh, detainees were actually finding some measure of healing from the trauma of the dangerous journeys they'd taken uh, and from the things that drove them from their homelands in the first place. Uh, and so they saw there was something positive happening at Inverbrackie that uh, ought to be um, sustained, at least in this situation where we have mandatory detention. Okay. So Inverbrackie is slightly different when it comes to the usual detention of those who have come into Australia and are still being processed as asylum seekers. In practice, it has been, yes. Okay. So what's the setup there? Is it like a, a, a big detention centre like you would think with the, the fences around, or is it more of a community-based idea? Uh, no, it is a detention centre with fences and, and guards and uh, a fairly, very strict controls over who can go in and who can come out. Uh, but it doesn't have uh, that prison look or feel about it. So people live in, in um, small houses, in family groups or or otherwise and and it's uh it's in a setting which is which is pleasant that has to be said it's it's a beautiful area up there near woodside um and uh in general the the uh the reports are that the the staff who who um who guard and, and manage the center uh have have done a good job uh so so it, it's it's not um like um the other onshore detention centers which tend to be in 
uh, quite inhospitable places and are very overcrowded, uh, nor is it like the offshore centres, which, which again, uh, are in uh, fairly difficult places. And this is one of the things. When, when the uh, Prime Minister, while he was still opposition leader, visited the centre uh, some time ago, his comment was that uh, it was effectively a postcard from Australia saying, saying come on over. Uh, in other words, because it was a place where people were treated humanely and had a positive experience after their traumas, uh, his view was it ought to be closed um, because it was sending the wrong message. Um, uh, and and uh, that would appear to be the, the uh, position that's been taken now into, into government. Okay. Now, the local member for this area is also the Federal Assistant Minister for Infrastructure, Jamie Briggs. He has uh, disagreed with your claim that it is nice and too nice, and and that's the reason why the government's closing it. They say it's all about cost and and money issues more than anything else. Uh, Yes, yes. He he, uh, made that response uh, when I was interviewed on radio. Um, And I I guess uh, it's one of these areas where we need to... Uh, agree to disagree. In terms of the cost, of course it's expensive to have mandatory detention anywhere. Uh, this particular centre is one of the more economical ones uh, and certainly more economical than the offshore processing. So I, I'm not persuaded by the cost argument. Um, and in terms of, of um, uh, he took uh, some offence at, at my saying that that uh, it was being closed because it was too nice, because it wasn't harming the people. Um, Again, this is one of those areas where I, I understand that, that I expressed it uh, in, a, in a fairly sharp way, but uh, I think that actually is the way both the previous government and the current government have framed the discussion around uh, mandatory detention. They want to use the people who are here to send a message to others who might be contemplating the trip. And in particular, they want them to exp- have experiences in mandatory detention uh, on arrival in Australia that uh, are so um, harmful that others will say, no, we're better off staying where we are rather than risking falling into the hands of the Australians. Now, again, I've put that fairly fairly sharply, but uh, as I understand it, this is how the, uh, the policy needs to be interpreted. Okay. So the United Church is here backing a community effort to uh, keep this centre open. So it's obviously something that the community itself has embraced. Uh, Would you say that this is something that you will continue to lobby the federal government on in the ways that any asylum seekers are treated? Because the Christian church is quite divided in Australia at the moment. Some are saying, yes, it's a good thing that we're stopping boats coming to Australia. Others are saying, well, no, we should be more welcoming. So the United Church position here is opposing mandatory detention, but at the same time wanting people to be treated humanely? Would that be a good summing up? Um, Well, you've made several points there. Uh, uh, Certainly the Uniting Church will continue to um, uh, lobby government um, uh, on behalf of of asylum seekers and will continue to be opposed to uh, mandatory detention. In relation to Inverbrachie itself, um, the the church here in South Australia... um, uh, um, offers its its support to um, uh, the community group, the, the Good Neighbour Council, uh, its encouragement. Uh, what we would really like to see would be the end of, of mandatory detention. But in the meantime, this is an example of humane treatment of vulnerable people. Uh, 
In terms of the um, uh, the view of, of the churches uh, across Australia, um, I, I don't believe it's as divided as you've suggested. Uh, certainly people have different opinions. Uh, there's no question about that. But the, there's... Uh, um, a considerable degree of ecumenical solidarity around this issue. Uh, so uh, on a number of occasions, the, the heads of uh, all the major uh, Christian churches in Australia have uh, uh, written publicly uh, to the relevant minister um, protesting at, at um, uh, policies regarding asylum seekers that are inhumane. And uh, while the heads of churches don't do that constantly, it's... Uh, um, it's something that's done from time to time. Uh, my personal contact with other heads of churches is that there's a, a shared concern about um, government policy in this area, and in particular, um, uh, a shared concern that, that for as much as nobody wants people risking their lives at sea, um, uh, the policy of mandatory detention uh, is not a humane way to treat vulnerable people. Fair enough. Andrew Dutney, the President of the National Assembly of the Uniting Church, just clearing up some of the issues there relating to his church's position on asylum seekers. Andrew, thanks very much for your time here on Vision. Oh, thanks very much, Matt. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.